0: Welcome to Native New Health.
1: Let's get started.
0: Native New Health will address specific health concerns that plague our people.
1: So the first step is regular exercise.
0: Oh, don't try this at home.
1: It's up to you what you like to put on, but it's very simple and quick.
0: Exercise regularly. We cannot emphasize this enough. Welcome to Native New Health, an exciting program designed for Native people by Native people.
1: Hi, welcome to another episode of Native New Health. I'm Gina Gabash,
0: And I'm Ed Dunn. And today, as we begin our program, it is with a deep sense of responsibility that we share with you this very important subject, the subject of sexuality.
1: Yes, Ed, when we think of the title of sexuality in your health, we need to remember to approach the subject with great sensitivity and respect to our great creator and his guiding principles.
0: You see, we believe that in His infinite love and wisdom, our Creator made us, both male and female, and in so doing, based human society on the firm foundation of loving families.
1: Spiritual views about sexuality do affect people's sexual attitudes and behaviors. These views become like a moral compass to help us navigate the streams of life and to guide us into the right pathways of good, healthy relationships.
0: We believe there is an ideal that was set before us by our Creator to experience love and sexuality to its fullest. In so doing, we share in His creative power in bringing life into this world in the form of our beautiful children.
1: So true, Ed. But unfortunately, forces of darkness have come in with deceptive power to obscure and debase this special gift given to us by our Creator.
0: So let's learn how to embrace ways to strengthen and uphold our understanding and honor for our Creator and one another as we discover the purpose of true, healthy love.
1: Friends, sexuality has become a big subject today, and what we read, see and hear about it can be downright harmful and confusing.
0: A clear understanding of this subject can help us sort out fact from fiction and it can help us make good decisions in our sexual health.
1: You see, our sexuality affects who we are and how we express ourselves. You may be influenced by your family, culture, religion, media, friends and personal experiences.
0: Yet we all have thoughts, desires, attractions and values that are unique to ourselves.
1: But sexuality is about much more than just sex. It includes your body, your sexual and reproductive anatomy and how you feel about your body, your biological sex, whether female or male.
0: Sexuality also includes your gender age, being a girl, boy, woman or man. Your gender identity, feelings about how you express your gender.
1: And also your desires, thoughts and fantasies, your ethical and religious values, attitudes, and ideals about life, love, and sexual relationships, and your sexual behaviors.
0: It's perfectly normal to have questions about sexuality.
1: But it is very likely that whether you are a married, single, or a young person living with your parents, you may still have a few questions that you would like to learn the right answers to. Hopefully, you'll be able to find some of those answers in this program today.
0: One of the first things, if you are a parent, is that you have the wonderful opportunity to tell your child the beautiful story of life, and to provide a background to build upon throughout his or her childhood and teen years.
1: That's right Ed. It can open up a wonderful avenue of communication and trust between parent and child that could bond them for life.
0: This is so important because if we don't communicate with our kids, there are people with bad motives who are eager to fill in the gaps. Just remember to give your children information that is appropriate for their degree of maturity.
1: Now, what does it mean to be sexually healthy? Being sexually healthy means that you are free from disease, violence, injury, fear and false beliefs. Being free from these negative things results in more confidence and security within yourself.
0: But the important thing is to realize that we must take responsibility for our own sexuality and our own choices so being well informed and choosing to care for your body every part of it in maintaining good health is a responsible choice we should all make don't you think
1: so you might ask how do we take care of our sexual health well that would include having regular checkups with your doctor If you're a woman, have regular pap smears and learn breast self-examination.
0: If you're a man, learn from your doctor how to examine yourself. If you're over 40, ask your doctor about an examination to check for prostate problems.
1: Checkups are critical because you see, up to 1 in 8 women will get breast cancer at some point in her life. And testicular cancer is one of the most common types of cancer in men under 40.
0: So your doctor or a nurse or any healthcare professional is a great source of information if you're thinking about becoming sexually active.
1: But let me be perfectly honest, multiple relationships come with a lot of health risks like STIs or sexually transmitted infections. So a doctor is an excellent person to speak to about your concerns.
0: It's really important to know the issues before the fact so that you have an understanding of the risks
1: and that way you can prevent unwelcome surprises. Another important subject is HPV. What is it? HPV, or human papillomavirus, is a virus from the papillomavirus family that affects human skin and the moist membranes that line the body, such as the throat, mouth, feet, fingers, nails, anus, and cervix. HPV is a virus you may not know too much about, but you should. Here is why. There are over 100 types of HPV, of which 40 can affect the genital area.
0: And according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, there are about 6 million new cases of genital HPV infections in the United States alone each year. And it is estimated that 74% of them occur in 15 to 24 year olds. So it is really a very serious problem.
1: HPV could cause significant adverse consequences such as genital warts, which could affect both males and females. Also, a small number of HPV can increase the risk of developing several cancers, such as cervical and vaginal cancers in females. That is why having regular medical checkups is so important.
0: So let's remember that an STI, or sexually transmitted infection, is one passed from person to person through sexual contact.
1: And these infections do affect men and women of all backgrounds and economic levels.
0: What's really alarming though is that almost half of all these infections occur among young people between the ages of 15 to 24.
1: Now, let's explore another very important aspect of sexuality, and that is how the senses and the mind affect our decision-making processes. At times, our minds can play forbidden games with us, such as sexual fantasies. More often than not, this is how we go down a path we may come to regret.
0: You see, because of the world around us, it is not uncommon for sexual thoughts to invade our mind at the most unexpected moments and places. A sexual fantasy is a picture, image or thought in our mind that is sexually exciting or pleasurable to us.
1: What is important to keep in mind though is that just because you have had a fantasy about a particular person or a particular type of intimate activity, this does not mean that you would want to or should experience that fantasy in real life.
0: That's right. Here is where we need to be in control of our thoughts because thoughts lead to actions. When we need help controlling our thoughts, we are not left alone. We can always call upon our Creator to help us.
1: Another important aspect of sexuality and health comes when we choose how, with whom, and when we would have a physical and emotional relationship. This is critically important because it could affect you for the rest of your life, for good or for bad.
0: That's right, Gina. So if you're about to engage in an intimate relationship that makes you feel uncomfortable stop before you start. Don't let yourself be convinced to do something that doesn't match your values or your comfort level. Respect yourself. You have the power of choice and your choices do matter a lot.
1: Sometimes our wrong choices may place us in compromising situations like being in the wrong place at the wrong time alone with a person of the opposite sex. This may lead us to turn our back on our moral compass and engage in behavior that not only disrespects another person, but ourselves as well. This is why when we are in a questionable situation, we must decide to stop and turn away right then and there.
0: As a result of our wrong choices, we may end up engaging in relationships that we intended to reserve only for the intimacy of a truly happy married life later on. If you are a young person, the pressures of your social network can be relentless, challenging you every step of the way.
1: Yes, pressures come from everywhere. What your friends are doing can play a part in your decisions, but, hopefully, how you were brought up and your moral values will also play a part in your choices.
0: If you're seeking acceptance or someone is pressuring you to have a sexual experience just to fit in, to make someone else happy, or just to feel grown up, you may want to reconsider because you may regret it later.
1: I couldn't agree more. There are so many reasons why you should wait, such as concerns about your reputation or being seen as easy, the possibility of pregnancy, and the possibility of disease.
0: Other reasons include a development of lack of trust in the other person or yourself and
1: a personal belief in abstinence. A lack of trust in the future of a relationship or you just don't feel ready. Also, spiritual beliefs. Wait and save that precious God-given gift until marriage.
0: Remember, it's okay to wait as long as you want. The decision is yours to make because it's going to be yours to live with the rest of your life. So make sure it's the right decision.
1: Sexual intimacy is a personal issue. It's something you should discuss with your significant other, and maybe with your parents and your doctor. But you don't have to discuss it with the rest of the world.
0: And don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Independence is a sign of maturity. Giving in to pressure to have a sexual encounter is not.
1: It's sad to realize that as a result of people choosing to turn their back on the wisdom of the Great Creator, the gift of sexuality has been devalued and, in many cases, separated from true intimacy, love and a marital relationship.
0: Because sexuality is such a powerful vehicle to connect with your spouse, and because it is such a part of the nature of human beings, Whenever it is damaged, debased, abused, or misused, the results have an enormous impact on the persons and their relationships. Deep emotional wounds can develop that may never heal.
1: Hey, Ed. Let's continue to learn what's happening in our native communities regarding sexuality and health.
0: Well, Gina. In a recent First Nations regional health survey, one of the more notable findings was the high rate of pregnancy among young adult females. Cultural traditions within Native communities may help to partially explain the high birth rates observed among younger female adults, as well as their inconsistent use of birth control and protection.
1: Researchers using a small-scale qualitative study have identified that First Nations females, for example, report uncaring recklessness, or even a positive attitude towards becoming pregnant, revealing that teen pregnancy is acceptable.
0: Additionally, the idea that one is ready to have children appears to differ between Native communities and the general population.
1: Many younger First Nations adults feel that having a steady relationship is enough reason to have a child rather than waiting to complete their education or establish their income.
0: Of those First Nations youth who reported having had a child, 58% of them reported having had that child between the ages of 12
1: and 15. And this high rate of teenage pregnancy and parenthood is a great concern for all of us. Because, you see, this makes First Nations youth more vulnerable to single parenthood, low educational attainment, poverty and poor health outcomes.
0: But you know, Gina, many Aboriginal and Native adults also had children themselves at a younger age, suggesting that teen pregnancy is a subject that community members may be reluctant to address and willing to accept.
1: Yes, and high birth rates are also influenced by cultural spirituality. Traditionally, sexuality is thought of as a life-creating force between men and women, with children being considered gifts from the Creator.
0: So these cultural values may make it more challenging for community members attempting to educate our people regarding pregnancy and childbirth. They could be viewed as critical and disrespectful.
1: That's right. There are no easy answers. These results suggest that the efforts required to delay pregnancy for the well-being of younger First Nation adults are likely to require a great deal of diplomacy, kindness and respect.
0: The First Nations Regional Health Survey demonstrated that 27.9% of First Nations youth aged 12 to 17 years living on reserve and in northern communities are sexually active.
1: Just under half or 47.2% of older youth, those aged 15 to 17 years, reported being sexually active. This prevalence is almost double the estimated 29% of Canadian youth of the same age. Did you know that 80% of First Nations youth who reported being sexually active had consumed alcohol during the same period, which may have influenced their decisions?
0: But you know, Gina, it's not much different throughout all of Indian Country, all over North America. That's a sobering thought, isn't it? It really
1: is, Ed. Again, this unrestrained teen sex makes native youth more vulnerable to single parenthood, low educational attainment, poverty and poor health outcomes. But it's also clear that these lower levels of education and personal income are associated with engaging in riskier sexual behaviors. As you can see, this has become a vicious cycle.
0: It is believed that one of the contributing factors of this dramatic increase in teen pregnancies may be the bombardment of sexually explicit advertising in the media today and the easy accessibility to pornography by our youth on the internet.
1: For example, a study of a well-known internet porno site reports that each day 8.5 million users look at their shows with some 75,000 volunteer sexual exhibitionists. More than two-thirds or 69% of those who surf through pornographic internet sites young people between the ages of 15 and 24.
0: The spokesperson for this research website says that this type of pornography is so prevalent because it is free on the internet and it conditions more and more the sexuality of the youth in actual practice and internet sex consumption. Friends, this should be totally unacceptable.
1: That's right. Consider this fact. According to the leading psychiatrist in the National Institutes of Health Study, we learned that the part of the brain that restrains risky behavior and thinking skills is not fully developed until the age of 25.
0: So as you can see, a regular diet of pornography and violence will have devastating consequences in their lives.
2: If one injustice is done, I think it's too too many injustices done for our women. As you know, the princess here on campus, um, my my campaign is to start educating our Indian women of about who they are, the reason why we're here, the reason why I'm able to sit on this campus um, today and be able to talk to people is because of somebody died for me, somebody prayed for me, somebody uh, cried for me, somebody struggled for me. And teaching that to somebody, knowing what kind of responsibility that they have, living up to those sacrifices every day, um, can change your perspective on life. The one piece of advice that I would give men in our Native communities would probably be to learn what grace is. Um, and it took me a long time for myself, and I'm still learning, how to walk with grace. And a part of grace is being able to humble yourself before others, being able to be a servant for others. That grace that comes with humbling yourself is something that you can, you can take and you can apply to every part of your life. There is a bright future for Native women. Um, There's more resources out there every day. There are um, more places that these women can go to um, if they are in different situations. And I believe that the prayers of the women before us are going to see us through.
1: So what can we do about all these problems? I really think we need help from above, don't you think?
0: We certainly do, Gina. Wise and powerful are the words found in the Book of Heaven when it declares, If you believe in goodness and if you value the approval of your Creator, fix your minds on the things which are holy, holy, and right and pure and beautiful and good.
1: It makes us sad to have to talk about these problems regarding our people but if we want to change for the better we have to talk about it don't you think? According to the Justice Department one in three American Indian women have been raped or have experienced an attempted rape that is more than twice the national average.
0: Women's advocates say there is no place more dangerous than an isolated village where there are no roads in or out and where people are often further cut off by undependable telephone electrical and internet service.
1: Reasons for the high rate of sexual assaults by sexual predators among American Indians are poorly understood but some explanations include a breakdown in the family structure, a lack of discussion and awareness about sexual violence and alcohol abuse.
0: According to Indian women, Rape has been distressingly common for generations. They report that tribal officials and the federal and state authorities appear to be unable to halt it. That is why it has been significantly underreported.
1: In the Navajo Nation, which encompasses parts of Arizona, New Mexico, and Utah, 329 rape cases were reported in 2007 among a population of about 180,000. Did you know that women advocates on our reserve say that only 10 percent of sexual assaults are actually reported? That is unacceptable and truly shocking.
0: It certainly is. And what we need to recognize and understand today is the value our great creator places on our women. It is truly a disgrace to our culture and the honor of our noble warriors that our women as the life giver of our children and the procreators of new generations are viewed by some as an object to be used and abused to release their sexual passions upon.
1: Friends this ought not to be. We must and should put a stop to it. Only when we personally decide in our minds to do something about it can we make a difference.
0: Absolutely. We men need to step up and protect, provide for, and nurture our women like our traditional role once was. We can be those protectors and providers again, right?
1: Let us remember that these precious women are your mothers, your daughters, your wives, the ones chosen by the Creator to be treasured and cared for as the center of our culture. Let us work together to stop the abuse and reinstate women into a place of honor and respect that they deserve.
0: I agree 100%, Gina. Now please allow us to share a short video clip with a unique custom of one of our sister tribes.
3: As Hopis, we are dry farmers, and the corn itself, it represents um, a woman, uh, and we believe that they're, they're girls because they, they give life, and they produce life. and. You know, they're able to sustain and to feed a, a whole family. And when you're, when you're born, you're given a perfect ear of white corn, which is called a totsming mana. And, and that's, it's a white corn mother. And that's given to you because that represents um, all the good things in life, a long, healthy, plentiful life. And so, you sleep with that every single night as a baby and, you know, so that those traits will be instilled into you. And they carry on your families, your clans, and they make sure that your, you know, your children are given that kind of life. And so, not just here on Hopi, but in all Native communities, uh, women should be appreciated, honored, and, and loved as such. Uh, because i feel that if if we can have this much respect for for the, for this part of our this aspect of our lives then we should have that much respect for for our women and you know and then that concept of native love just to respect you know what they have to contribute to to society as a whole
1: In spite of the clear moral standards set forth in the Book of Heaven by our Great Creator, the evil in today's world is destroying sexuality as a gift from above. With the aid of many films, television, video, radio programs, and printed materials, the world is being steered on a course to new depths of shame and depravity.
0: Friends, it is time that we restore and return to the ideal values and wholesome relationships our great Creator has intended for us to have with each other. It is a special gift from Him to all of us as His children.
1: You see, the bonds of marriage is the most important decision you will ever make. But without the complete assurance that each partner is totally committed to the other, There can be no complete giving of oneself in the marriage embrace.
0: One cannot risk the most intimate aspects of one's personhood if concerned that it could be rejected, displaced, or exploited.
1: Experiencing and partaking of one another's deepest wells of love can be meaningful only if restricted throughout a lifetime to each other alone.
0: And sexual intimacy should be reserved for a husband and wife whose relationship is protected by a covenant promise.
1: Those who are married should share much tenderness, touching, cuddling, snuggling and caressing that is not necessarily intended to be a part of a sexual act.
0: We greatly desired these moments when we were dating. Have we so soon forgotten them? Why must every touch become sexualized? women particularly resent this.
1: Yes, intimacy, even sexual intimacy is not only for physical expression. When it doesn't include the kind of closeness that encompasses the emotions, the intellect and the spirit, it cannot truthfully be called intimacy. Learning to open up and talk freely with your spouse will do wonders for your marriage relationship.
0: Yes, because you see sexual experiences that regularly take only the leftover minutes, will soon become routine and lifeless. Couples must plan for and guard opportunities for this bonding experience. We men need to love our wives, be affectionate to them to show them that we love them without any strings attached.
1: When sharing thoughts, ideas, values, goals, delights and sorrows, couples are sharing strong and profound bonds that solidify the marital relationship.
0: This bond is strengthened as they go through life, taking care of each other and serving each other.
1: This ideal is not just achieved during the honeymoon. It is a lifetime process that should never be taken for granted.
0: That is so true, Gina. And a man loves to have his wife respect him and look up to him as someone she adores. When we feel that from our wives, it does something to us to want to be better men.
1: Sexuality should not be seen merely as a raging, hormone-driven urge to be blindly released, stoically endured, or inflexibly resisted.
0: That's right. Sexuality is a desire given to us by our Creator, and we are privileged to learn about, anticipate, and prudently manage it until God's own time when it will unfold as one of His special gifts in marriage.
1: Does this seem a bit too idealistic? I hope so, because we are in favour of ideals that are based on the way things should be.
0: I believe our Creator wants his children to make these ideals part of their lives. Don't you? They should be so joyous, so pure, so winsome, that the spirit of love will become an example to all those around.
1: I agree, Ed. This has been an enlightening and very important study. I hope you've benefited from being with us today and will tell others.
0: That's right, Gina. So friends, thank you for our time together. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. So we'll see you again on another exciting episode of Native Native New Health. Health.